what is going on party people guess what it's tina's tea and we have the best awesome the coolest guest i think that like we've ever had on this podcast even though this is the third episode so i mean pretty low standards so far but anyways no jokes 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 all right can i get a drum roll please welcome amanda solano oh my god thank you for having me (laughs) of course of course of course how are you i'm good today how are you i'm doing pretty well you know had classes today wasn't wasn't too crazy but you know college life sucks love it what have you been up to how's lax amanda's a lax player lax is good let's get the rundown we have a game this friday oh okay super excited for that um i don't know who we're playing up against i should definitely have known it's all right Hashtag, I'll just pull up the schedule real quick. Just kidding, I'm not that quick with it. It'd be crazy if I was. Well, anyways, what's going on new in your life? Why are you on the podcast? I'm on the podcast because I want the people to know me better, you know? Oh, of course. Elections around the corner. Did you just say elections? Yes, the E word. Oh, wow. (laughs) And do you have a current position? Uh, Yes, I'm currently SGA president. Wait, you're SGA president? Yes, you heard that correct. So Amanda Solano, women's lacrosse goalie no defense now defense now wow big steps how do you feel about that i like it a lot better i fuck with that okay (laughs) all right i love that for you all right good 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 um so with this whole re-election what's the what's the schedule looking like for it oh i have it on my phone i know self-nominations end this thursday so you're self-nominating right now i already self-nominated when it opened last week all right. Well, well here's Tina. Tina. Tina's T is nominating her as well. Oh my God! Thank so, you. So double nomination. You're welcome. <laughs> but it ends this Thursday. Then campaigning starts on April fourth. Okay. And then we find out. I want to say after April tenth. Word. So we still got a bit of time to go. Okay. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Oh, that's that's awesome. So Amanda, grade, major, um, oh, hobbies, clubs, organizations. Jesus. What have you done? Um. <laughs> Um, I am a junior bio major. Uh, oh, excuse me, sorry. So rude. <coughs> I have a minor in writing. Oh, Is that better? I do like to write. Okay. What were the other questions? Hobbies. Um, other than sleeping, I like baking. Ooh. I'm a big baker. Okay. Um. Hashtag she bakes. I feel like I do nothing else in my life. Mm. I do, but I don't know right now. All right. All right. So, what's it like being SGA president? It is hectic, but I love it. Um, a lot of concerns left and right, a lot of meetings, but, you know, I do it because I love people. Of course. You know, love the people. I mean, I feel the same way when it comes to, like, being involved in, like, just leadership ways, because I was the same way. I was in student government in high school, me being SAC president now. I just feel like if, you know, you have the motivation and you have the drive to do it, might as well. Yeah. And, like, especially when I am, like, went to the town hall Mm -hmm. that you guys Ooh, one thing sj is dope for is the town hall meetings because on wednesday awesome you know actually so i don't think i have anything really you know that's you know jocking my style you know the the big thing was when i went gluten-free and the food yes the amount of people bro that came to me and was just like i would never have been able to do that so like the fact that you guys give us that opportunity is huge because like, you know, you could send as many emails to you want to whatever department, but when they see your face, like that's different. Like when they actually hear you, see you, oh, you're an actual living person mm-hmm. that like pays to go to school here. We should have make your experience better. Definitely. Especially like when we do all these tabling, it's not because we're trying to be annoying or we're 
you know wanting you to waste your time but we actually collect it we actually put in an excel we mark how many times we get the same concern oh yeah and then we send it to like a bunch of administration and that specific department yeah and so it's kind of like at that point it's up in everybody's face and Mm -hmm. they're like all right then we actually got to do something about it oh yeah it has a purpose Mm -hmm. and it's like it's tough though like of course it gets frustrating when you're in any student leader because like there's red tape everywhere Mm -hmm. you know things take some time things are slow it's not like we can like snap and boom you can fix everyone's problem however you've done a really great job on like you know pushing and implementing new things and like doing things for the student body i'll be honest like i see you running around all the time you know and i didn't really know you before last year when you ran for like the election Mm -hmm. to be honest because a lot of my friends knew you from lax and they're like oh yeah vote for amanda she's super cool i was like oh who's amanda and then i like i find your instagram and then like i think i like said hi to you a few times and then i like actually talked to you i was like oh she's she's cool she's once smart like RA, that's yeah the friendship group yeah it's like once you get involved in anything cmsv mm-hmm. it's like boom you're in it you're in the circle but like it's cool though because like i met so many new people this year and i'm sure you met a lot more students as well when Definitely. you became because like you're what do you you deal with like all the classes as well right all the classes i'm like i don't know how you say it because i'm thinking of like a tree i'm like the base and then there goes like the they're like the, the branches. branches yeah yep that's the best way I can put it. Yeah. Because I feel like, honestly, when it comes to anything student government, the students are always on top, you know? But you're just, you guys are advocating for us. Everything trickles down. Yep. Like, you guys are the, you guys have the position, are in the position. It's the same thing with any elective official. Mm-hmm. Like, with my brother running for city council. Like, is like, a small Connecticut town, but he's, you know, lived there and he's actually doing things that, you know, make a difference. Because, like, things don't get done unless you make them happen you know you can't just sit there and wish hey i wish like no bro like if you want go do it like if you're upset with how like your friends talking to you go talk to them like if you're upset with how your like significant others talk go talk to them like that's the only way things get done you have to bring it to someone's attention in order for something to be done i don't understand what is up with like our generation and like not communicating well Mm -hmm. or like being afraid to communicate because i'm just like there's no like like you need to understand that like life isn't gonna be like you're gonna be the submissive one all the time like I get that being a student we're kind of in this role mm-hmm. but that we're like oh yeah we gotta listen to the professors gotta listen yeah I get that but then eventually in life like you're gonna be the boss of your house eventually yeah. like you're gonna be in charge of your own stuff so if you don't get the practice now you don't want to have that you don't want to be that person that walks all over and gets I wish students over. would understand that because a lot of them are like complaining and all their complaints are so valid but i always tell them like if you're not going to say anything i can't do anything about it just yeah. because i'm saying it yep. i'm not the actual person mm-hmm. or people being affected by yep. it so i'm like if you bring it to my attention you have enough people yep. then we can get something done about it yep and i will stand on and say that like if you go to these like any of these talking to any of them they listen they do like when i said there's no gluten-free food they changed everything. They got new boards. The cross-contamination was fixed. Like, mm-hmm. they changed their gloves now, new knives. Like, everything changed. And now everything's marked like what's gluten-free, what's not. And there's more hot food options now. And Veronica goes out of her way. Chef's name is Veronica. She's amazing. She is. Her she literally, amazing. she emailed me personally. She actually came up to me after the the city after that she came up to me and i was like hey like i'm veronica you're kina like blah 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 and then she's like email me let me know because she like if you request something she'll make it for you like Mm -hmm. students don't understand it's like you won't know these things unless you go and ask about them like you can't just wait for the information to come to you like if you have some dietary restrictions if you have allergies that are like serious like even if it just makes like eating suck like you know what i mean like she she emailed me saying i want to make eating fun for you again oh 
I love that. Like, you know what I mean? Like that, it, like made my heart just smile. I was just like, no one's out here to make like a lot of, a lot of students. Like you ever get the feeling that on this campus, a lot of students are like, I hate this place. Yeah. But this place is what you make it. Yeah. You definitely. know what I mean? Like you can go to any college, you can go to Penn State and not go to one party, one game, you know, but you come here and you can do the same thing and still have a shit time and it's not the school. It's more than being involved. It's just voicing your opinion. Absolutely. I mean, that's why I want people to feel this is a comfortable, safe environment because it wasn't until I started saying, like you with your gluten-free, I was like, I can't do dairy. I'm lactose intolerant. And I've met people who are 10 times more like yep. severe with their lactose. Yep. And just speaking to Veronica, getting oat milk, almond milk, getting coconut milk, like all those are yep. alternatives the best thing ever oh yeah and there's like so much out there too mm-hmm. like if knock on wood I mean it sucks that I was diagnosed so late with celiac but had I been diagnosed 20 years ago mm-hmm. when I was born the gluten-free options were nothing like they were mm-hmm. like you had to like pull teeth you know and they were crappy formulas but then a lot of the stuff that we had in the calf was crap because it was all frozen mm-hmm. and when they take the gluten out of a lot of products they fill it with just shit that's worse for you. It just makes everything worse for Which you, is why definitely. a lot of people who go celiac and go gluten-free, they gain a lot of weight because they, they don't know what they're eating. So it's like there's that too. And, and you don't want to just eat salad. Bro, you know I love food. Mm-hmm. I, I, You know how sacrilegious it is being a gluten-free Italian? That just doesn't go together. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm like, how do I go to my Nona and say, Nona, I like I need gluten-free. Like, it was a whole thing and then she got it and then she's making me homemade gluten-free pasta. I got from scratch from scratch wow from her bare hands <laughs> instead of a box of gluten-free pasta literally I even though the that. gluten-free pasta they got was super good like every brand of regular pasta a lot of them have gluten-free pastas mm-hmm. and it's the same thing and they just use a different flour which is lit better for the tummy 100 percent. so it's just like i feel like you've done a great job on like motivating students to like step up and like speak because i, I don't know why kids are like you're so timid like i can understand but then it's like no one's gonna say like shut up you know what i mean like the school's not gonna be like no you don't matter like no like you do matter if you got accepted in the school the school told you you mattered you're paying x amount of money like or dollars to go here like trust me your opinion matters you're paying for a lot of a lot of these things to like take place absolutely and like as sac president i've been communicating with you about so many things Mm -hmm. collabing with sj and everything and it's been working out perfectly like your communication's great your planning's great. Like even for like the Yards of Yearly event, let's like oh let, let's let's promote some that. events coming up on campus. Mm-hmm. April twenty third, we have our special Olympics volleyball tournament. Look out for our um, volunteer link. I just got it today, so it'll be sent let's out soon. Go. And then what do we got on the thirtieth of April? Yards for Yearly. Yes, we do. I mean, you want to tell them a little bit about that? So that's our Saturday, Ooh. and basically, uh, both lacrosse teams are going to be having their games. Double header. We're also going to be you know bringing awareness to what yards what yards for yearly really means so it's more than just um the bake sale that's gonna happen or the little things in between or pine coaches i forgot about that yeah but it's really just talking about you know domestic violence and abuse and how we shouldn't continue to have that in our society absolutely Mm -hmm. absolutely and i like what i think is so annoying too is like because the big thing about my podcast is like being open about like mental illness Mm -hmm. and like mental health and just because like everyone's got anxiety it's like if you don't get anxiety about some stuff you, you might be a sociopath you know what i mean everyone gets a little nervous everyone gets a little anxious that's life like yeah. that's that's called having feelings that's called showing emotion. you know what i mean that's called mm-hmm. being a person but like it's 
like when I especially when I have a I have a few guy friends that are going to be coming on in the future but like I'm excited to see their perspective on it as well because like the toxic masculinity and like the way guys are told to like just shut up and take it and don't be a wussy is so bad and then cut to like domestic violence increases why do you think these men are lashing out why do you think because they have there's nowhere else to put what they're putting inside them like you know what i mean the stereotypes it's 100 it's dude therapy's awesome mm-hmm. you know what i mean bro it, counseling therapy call it whatever you want you're talking to somebody unbiased opinion it's so good for you it's better you don't want to hold up hold in all your feelings 100 it's, not- it's like when you go to the guidance counselor in high school yeah you know what i mean you're just shooting the shit just literally just talking about you like- gotta get off your chest you have to have like um what is it a safe or like a positive there's a word for it but yeah. a good medium for you to absolutely like, just let all this out yep and then you see from a perspective that has no like inside circle like relationship to you as well because like i love my mom me and my mom are best friends right mm-hmm. there's some things i wouldn't go and talk to her about because like a it would involve her or b it involves people that she knows and she mm-hmm. might have a biased opinion on it but she, i love my mom she i love her go to her for everything but some things i can't that's just life and some things you know she can't come to me for on her daughter it makes sense yeah. you know it's vice it goes both ways in any relationship but then like when you finally are able to like let that stuff out and you see it from that other perspective like it opens your mind opens your eyes and it really just makes you realize that like a lot of the stuff that's happening inside your head isn't you yeah it's 100% what's going on around you and how you take like you can take other people's feelings and put them on yourself mm-hmm. that was one big thing that I had issues with you know but then I realized that's what really got me into like being like student leader and getting involved in like activities and things because if you know I'm the person that cares about how others are feeling I want to give them a good experience like I want to make them feel good so it's like boom let's go I'll do this I really want to do like a lip sync battle oh my god wouldn't that be dope that. bro That'd be sick. I, I keep asking everyone. You, you you pull up and they're like, yeah, but I wouldn't perform. You're lip syncing. You're it's not no even. Bad. That's what I'm saying. Like dress up. We have some. We'll Tom have some Holland judge. did it. Dude, I, I just been thinking about myself. I would pop off. Like I wouldn't even tell. I wouldn't. Nobody Let's would make expect it. Happen. it. That's not, right? It'd be dope. So did, did they fix the stuff in Haze yet? Like the audio and stuff? It should be. All right, word. Because last time when I was doing the Euphoria event with Fern, he said that that's why we moved it in the PAV because the audio wasn't working. Oh, wait, boom just happened, yeah, so it's but definitely did, But did they bring stuff, those DJs, though? I, that's what I was curious about. Like, I didn't know oh, if the DJs... I, he did have a speaker. But honestly, I'll be down to, like, collab with SGA, maybe do a lip sync battle thing event. And we can get words in there. Dude, some why don't we themes. do it in, like, the patio outside Aquino over there? I'm down. When it's nice Weather's out. getting better. That's what I'm saying, right? Oh, okay. Look at that. Cool. Collaboration. Co- guys, this is what I'm saying. Amanda Solano is the key of collaboration she's in it for the students and you know i think like the best representation to have for a student is a student itself you just gotta spitball and as long as you just always have to be open 100 oh my, my english is horrible so i'm like stumbling on my words <laughs> see this is how you get to know me better yeah this is great yeah so what do you do for fun where'd you actually let's go back where'd you grow up amanda let me let me learn about you because i only met you like last year so i don't really know about you or like your family or like anything like that it's like draw my life but just verbal yeah so i grew up in providence rhode island but i'm dominican and puerto rican and when i was little i spent a lot of time in dr surprisingly a lot of people think i'm italian because i'm so like fair-skinned i mean i'll be honest i didn't point out italian because italians can point out italians i didn't get italian i'll be honest with you dominican for sure I I'll be out. No, this. serious. When I, cause like I, I grew up with a lot of Dominican friends in Danbury. A lot of them. Dominican Day was crazy at my school. Crazy. I need to go visit. Danbury. Dude, six a.m. They all have the flags, the everything, face paint. They, it'd be nuts. But That's like it'd be why lit. I love my culture like, right there. Oh, for sure. 
Uh, and then I had a lot of Brazilian friends too, a lot of Portuguese friends, Dang. just like literally melting pot in my school. But that's what I loved about it, which is why I came to this type of school because how can you get any diverse as the Bronx? You know what I mean? But yeah, so I spent a lot of time in DR. Um, my mom's Puerto Rican. And then I was a very late speaker to the point where they thought I was like mute or something. Was it by choice? I, I honestly. Isn't that crazy how you can't remember it, 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 yourself? Remember. Yeah. So that stunted me from learning Spanish. So that's why a lot of people would be like, that's your Puerto Rican side. Like you don't know Spanish, but it took me a while to learn English. Mm-hmm. But I was actually a really good student growing up. But like a lot of other students, I had really bad anxiety and depression. And I would always like bundle it up. I mm-hmm. guess that's the word. Yeah. And I would just like turn to biology and like English classes as like my safe haven. Yep. And it wasn't until college where like, that's where I became a bio major and yeah. a writing minor. And so that's why I feel so comfortable and safe. But yeah, so that's like another thing. I'm a big advocate like you for mental health. I think that's one of the things I ran on my platform about mental health because I know so many students don't realize like how much it affects them. Yeah. And you can always like hold it in, but mm-hmm. it's not healthy. And a lot of people just need that support and to know it's okay and they're not the only one dealing with it oh absolutely so that was also another good thing about like my mom always so my okay I come from a single parent household um but my mom was always there and supportive as best as she could Mm -hmm. even though she would work like late shifts and it'd be just me and my brothers mainly she would always try to you know get us to talk about her feelings as best as we could yeah so I'm always thankful for that so I feel like that's why I'm always so like let's talk about your feelings like yeah. even though I don't want to talk about my own like I want yep. you to be okay absolutely I don't like seeing other people upset you know I think one, that's another reason like I'm in the position I am because this is what these are for a lot of people this these are their last four years of like education yep like college supposed to be fun we already had COVID and there's like so many first generation students as well mm-hmm. like people forget about that too like it's like oh like because when I hear like the biggest privilege thing I can hear sometimes is when people are like oh I don't I'm not gonna go to graduation or I'm not gonna go and it's like especially when it comes to high school too because like mm-hmm. I was vice president of my class I ran graduation was in charge of all the setup and everything got everyone like all the senior events and like when I heard that I was just like it broke my heart because like sometimes a high school graduation is like the only graduation a lot of kids get yeah. and it's not their fault you know like financially just family like sometimes they have to work they have to support mm-hmm. their family or they have other things going on like everyone's got shit in their life you know um which is also why if you give people shit for going to community college go fuck yourself no honestly they, the go best fuck thing. yourself in rhode island we have that it's like our community college uh the first two years after high school free of course and then you can transfer into the other colleges programs so like uri or like brian oh that's or, so dope i'm like my friend goes amazing. to uri yeah let's go yeah no, bro i literally vac- i vacationed in rhode island with my family since i was in my mom's stomach Little yeah like there's know. pictures of her with my older brother pregnant with me with my nona there my nono some aunts and uncles but we literally go there every summer for two weeks so like that's the place we literally we usually go in like charleston part and like new kingston area over mm-hmm. there but i love it can Lo- i say a bad word yeah everybody shits on rhode island because it's so small from a lot of new yorkers underrated do. so underrated underrated like i always get from my friends you're not even like a bunch of islands like why are you called rhode island we have a little like a few the beaches there are so nice chef's kiss are you even like fuck the public beaches you see some of those private ones they are nice extremely nice. and like it's even like when you rent some of the houses because my family we don't 
eh, my mom doesn't want to buy a house because then because then you have to like rent it over a year and she's like mm-hmm. why am I gonna buy a house so I'm not gonna use it you know what I mean and yeah. it's like then you have to like winterize and all that bullshit you know it's, it's a annoying. lot of work down there hell yeah so my mom's like I'd rather just rent a, a house in the future for like a month and then we can come and go as we please you it's know what I mean it, yeah because then you don't have to worry about it you don't have to worry about the maintenance the upkeep whatever you leave there go they have their own cleaning ma- like it's it's lit yeah and we've been in this cl- um this one house for a couple years now but unfortunately the owner passed away oh this year gosh. so now you know the family's dealing with the whole estate process mm-hmm. and whatnot they're so. gonna sell it more than likely i hope they don't because it is literally a mile down from um green hill beach so we walk wow. there bro we walk there and then That's you like go the best thing. you go you go out the road and then you go right and it's there and then you go left and there's the park green hill park and it's like so nice because like i'd be running my ass off like to the beach and back and it was just like an easy run because it's like an it's a mile there and back but then like get there half a mile continue on the beach I, I was that that person with sneakers running on like the hard sand of the beach oh my gosh you're crazy for that well when it's like lie. low tide though it's then that's really nice yeah. especially in the morning too i always check because I, I just bring them just in case if not i'll go barefoot but and like run through the water but it's not it's, it's nice that movie scene like perfect it's not rhode island underrated california overrated i just went to cali it was how was it oh Ooh, my god i know i saw amazing. that you were with matt mm-hmm <sighs> Katrina and yep. Marina. Yep. So we went for the a chemistry convention. So Matt and Marina presented their research, and then me, Katrina, represented um, Science Club, and it was amazing. Hey, I follow them on Instagram. Follow Science Club on Instagram. Yes, but first of all, people were like, New Yorkers, like, aren't you guys mean? And not not that I'm a, like a legit New Yorker, but I'm yeah. like. Well, everybody just, you know, keeps themselves. Like, you don't need to worry about other people's business. But I just want to point out their pigeons are skinny. Really? Skinny. And their streets are clean. Mm. And it's like there's nobody ever out. Well, if you think about, like, infrastructure issues in New York, there's a lot of problems. I'm in urban planning this semester. learned Mm -hmm. so much on, like, redlining and the history of, like, discrimination and all that in terms of like housing and you know keeping blacks out of certain neighborhoods and whites only in one like it was such shit it's so it it, like infuriates me like just listening like hearing about all this shit because it's like it still happens now like you know Mm -hmm. what i mean it's it's just like it's nothing new like that's what doesn't get me angry that it happened it gets me angry that it's continuing to happen that it's still happening it's one thing if yeah a bunch of shit bad shit happened you know slavery a lot of bad shit happened you know and we learned from that change it and did now learn from that's child? what i mean yeah like, like how many did really learn? like you know how many yeah. did actually learn anything you know it's just like it's the i know I, it's I, our world's crazy it is it's nuts it's like no just just chill vibe and you know like i've been talking to dan because um his family is back in ukraine right now oh my gosh yeah one of his his uh cousins is in the hospital burned his hands but they don't know how oh. yeah but you know it's just it's just unfortunate it's so sad it what's is. going on and i like i've been calling people out when they start complaining about little things and i'm just like mm, ukraine's being invaded right now yeah like think about think about what's going on in the world but honestly shout out to like our community on campus because the amount of things that like, our student leaders do like making care packages and raising money for ukraine yep. or sandwiches yep. food or just i don't know ever Ever since I've gotten here, like the amount of like students who want to be activists and just oh, yeah. always, like well, standing. What up did the sisters in charity found? Like giving. That's true. Like you know what I mean? Like this this whole school was like founded by, you know, sisters the sisters of charity and mm-hmm. what's what's charity? Giving. And mm-hmm. not receiving anything. You know, it's just giving and giving and giving. And I mean, just a simple like hey to somebody is that is like all you need. 
actually i went it to the dog difference. i went to the dog park last no no yep last no two weeks ago during spring break over the weekend and i m- met this woman and she was 60 years old she looked 40 she looked 35 she was when she said she was 60 i was like no way of course she's an esthetician so she does facials and all that yeah. so i'm like figures cool she lives alone and she brought her little dog to the dog park so we're in the small dog park she mm-hmm. got a little little pooch brooklyn's running around playing and she's like telling me um like about uh what's going on and like her life and stuff and then we like start um she starts talking about like how she's like deals with her anxiety and stuff and then i start going off about my like all my stuff and like how i'm like pursuing graduate school and blah 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 and like when she said like oh thank you for being so transparent about this and then continued to talk to me about like what she was going on because she lives alone she's trying to get back into the dating game but she doesn't know how to and i told her i go you are a smoke show you're 60 and you look like that i told her get tinder right now the confidence boost you gave her i literally told her i found her on facebook yeah she messaged me yeah yeah now i hit her when we go to the dog park that's what i'm saying like like the people that you meet like don't don't like expect traditional friendships don't Mm -hmm. like oh yeah i'm gonna be a friend no like she's 60 i had this great conversation with her at this dog park literally made her day helped her out and it was just a simple conversation but the fact that she said like thank you for being so transparent just shows like how uncomfortable people are about talking about this stuff mm-hmm. there's what is what is so what why is it okay for us to just like talk about rape you know what i mean like normal on the news normal over here but like mental illness is like a no you know what i mean yeah. it's like it's like why like we there's got to be so open about these conversations this is what i'm saying it's like if you can break your leg you can fuck up your brain you know what i mean that doesn't mean it can't be fixed yeah you know it's like there's there's an there's so many like negative signs on like medication and stuff like that me and my older brother always get enough like a a, a fight about this because he doesn't he, he I, you can't blame him he's not a psych major he didn't yeah. learn really in depth about how like this stuff works and like how like you don't always need medication and sometimes you don't always need therapy or sometimes a combination of the both and then leaning off of the medication and just continuing on with therapy is positive you know mm-hmm. pretty good um or maybe just going to a few sessions like a lot of times like you know they don't want people staying in therapy their entire lives you know yeah. what i mean it's just to help them guide them and like have them you know have it a pretty time yeah and to find the right combo look, why is everybody in a rush why is everybody in a rush you i was thinking about built the, in a day <laughs> it's true exactly that's what my mom um so i'm on a ton of medication for my anxiety and depression <laughs> yeah to be transparent yeah of course and There's nothing wrong with that no but the fact that I've gone through so many medications. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. And I've hated every second of it. I've called my mom crying. Like, I've gone through the motions. Mm-hmm. And it's her and the doctor always telling me, like, you're just going to have to, you know, go with it. It's going to take some time. You're going to find the right thing. And I always tell my friends that, too. I'm like, guys, you got to bear with me. Because yeah. then I feel like a horrible person. I'm like, I don't mean, this isn't me. But, you know, everything's just, like, out of balance. But oh, yeah. I just wish more people would understand that like don't give up right away 100 if you need the meds it's fine like you're normal like everybody's on meds these days it's cool if you need to go to therapy there's nothing wrong with that you're gonna find the person who will help you 100 and like i was i'll I'll shit you not like if i would have given up and like not sorry i would have been dead like i would have killed myself like i was completely like and no no like it wasn't me that was like it was like depression is a very very sick sick mistress Mm -hmm. and like the fact that I've always grown up being such a like a happy kid like mm-hmm. outgoing and like 
involved in sports every like I tried everything I hang out with my brother's friends like going out with my mom and doing things like I, I always loved going to this I always loved going out and then all of a sudden I start like feeling anxious and I'm sitting in a room filled with people and I feel completely lonely and I'm thinking to myself like what like I'm just I'm trying to change the way I'm thinking but I, I it's not changing the way I'm feeling mm-hmm. and I'm just like why like what's going on here and then it wasn't until I went home after we left for got dismissed for covid the first mm-hmm. time that's when it got bad that's when I got home and like I didn't want to leave my house like I didn't want to it got to the point where when we went on vacation to Rhode Island that year I didn't want to get up and walk by the water because I thought people were going to stare at me and like me I'm it's not like I have well no I do have, I do a body image issue sometimes because you know you can be skinny and mm-hmm. not like the way you look and you can have literal weight issues as well even if you look skinny it it takes me so hard it, it's very hard for me to keep weight and like put it on and it's also very hard for me to like eat consistently throughout the day because of my ADHD meds so it, it takes some time you know especially because that's new for me too but when I was at my like lowest like I went to my mom and I looked at her and I said like I want to die like I, I told her I was like the woman who birthed me I looked her in the eye and told her that I wanted to be dead and she goes all right we'll get you help yeah. and like did I think oh now I'm gonna be fixed no like people you can, you have to put in the work. I mm-hmm. put in the work in for over 2 years and that resulted in me getting a celiac diagnosis and me getting an ADHD diagnosis when I had like symptoms my entire life and it's just never saw at it. At that point, you just always quarantine just did it to everyone too, mm-hmm. you know? And it's just like but I like want people to know that you can get out of that. Like I've been the lo- like you can't get any lower than wanting to kill yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's just where it is. So then how I see life now is that like I want to make sure that like I don't like people in my life don't get that low, you know, because I know what it's like to be literally thinking there's no other option to fix anything. Like I literally thought there was no way of me feeling any better. It was boom. Nope, that's it. And this can happen to every like anybody, anybody, everybody, like even the most confident, like happy, always talking to you person. Yep. Like my friends would always be like or when they would see me walking on campus. I try to say hi to you, but you're walking. You weren't paying attention. Well, hey, like I'm super anxious because I'm by myself and I'm like trying to speed to my room looking down at my phone so I don't have to like talk to somebody and feel like I'm embarrassing myself and things like that. So if anybody out there listening, you know, just feels alone or, you know, feels any of this, like, please reach out to me or Tina. Yeah, because you you really aren't alone, bro, because holy shit, anxiety is a bitch, depression's a bitch, Mm -hmm. suicidality is a bitch, celiac's a bitch, food allergies is a bitch, like, you know, being a college student's a bitch, just being like a college student in this time period, like the last couple years with COVID going on has been a bitch, you know, it's, and people, I hate when people are like, oh, like, get over it, like, like, dude, it had some serious fucking repercussions, fuck, it did, dude, we've all, I've only had like one and a half normal like years really mm-hmm. you know of like actually being able to do whatever you, like spring fest i've only been to one I haven't been to any yet it, maybe and, next and year. you are a uh, junior mm, so let's put that into perspective mom and dad back home saying oh, kids are like dude come on <laughs> like especially with like all the the kids too like kids didn't have their first day of school that's crazy to think like they didn't they weren't able to like make new friends on the first day and like sit next to somebody new and like ask to borrow their crayons or any of that shit no you can't make fun of ipad kids no they literally have to be on ipad for class you're like dang it (laughs) (laughs) i take that back so sorry Susie. (laughs) my brother was an ipad kid oh my gosh yeah no he's older younger oh young i was like wait there's ipads yeah no it was yeah 
Yeah. Are you the middle child? Yeah. Ooh, middle and only girl. I think that's what gives me my personality as well. I'm the youngest and the only girl. Oh. Yeah. How many brothers? Two older brothers. Ooh. How old are they? Uh, One's 30 and one's... Oh, my middle brother's going to kill me. Uh, 25, 26. Yeah, I think that's what... Joe, I think Joe's 20, Joe's 26. Anthony just turned 19. Yeah, he's a freshman. Oh, I Yeah, he's a little shit. <laughs> he's cool. He didn't... True story. He didn't start talking to me till like, freshman year of high school for him. That's how me and my middle brother were. Yeah. Okay, so it's not wasn't just me. Like, it's, it's always like that. I don't understand. I swear I missed his entire middle school, like, career. <laughs> I don't know what happened. <laughs> but now you're just playing catch up, but you didn't realize it's catch up. Literally. And I'm just like, oh. <laughs> no, no, technical difficulties. You're good. Stand by. Should I, like, tell a joke or something? Yeah. Oh my gosh, I don't have one. Um, my tuition bill. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, classic. That classic. hurts. <laughs> it really does. But seriously, like, if you're feeling anxious, fucking scream it out loud. Who cares? Honestly, we should make an event of that. I have anxiety, bro. Honestly, what what month is it? It's March. We still have time. Honestly, still have time. We gotta make that happen, dude. We got a lot of things brewing up in here i'm like ready i'm like ready this special olympics event is going to be lit i have the um like they're literally bringing everything and we're just hosting them and it's gonna be like a volleyball tournament wow yeah it's gonna be super fun there's gonna be like uh, volleyball skill things they have um jersey mike they're bringing jersey mics because they're a sponsor with special olympics jersey mics oh shit random fact but i'm excited for that wow i've had jersey mics because they do have gluten-free bread true story subway does yeah fuck bro they're (laughs) <laughs> their meat is like processed like dog Indeed. butt like mm. it's no bad. no but wait, you have this the link for these special olympics yeah volunteering yep. i'll sign up yep. send that my way yep i think i'm gonna i'm gonna send it to i mean i probably just should send it out as a dolphin net and but i'm gonna put flyers around but i think i want to blow up huge flyers like a big one mm. not the small ones and like, like the conservatory ones that are yeah, going up yeah yeah because i feel like having those up for a month people are gonna see them read them put the date on put a little qr code to sign up boom send it my way it's going on the sga instagram it's gonna be so fun like i'm 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 also sending it to every coach to send to their teams to make sure they're i'm gonna say it's mandatory for their team you know it should be it is it's going to be because it's uh it's gonna be fun because we're having first of all special olympics athletes are coming we're athletes let's go like let's let's start the whole tournament that's what i'm saying they're gonna have awards and stuff it's gonna be lit Mm -hmm. it's gonna be nice it's gonna be cool i'm excited for that i'm super super stoked do our students on campus get to participate like our yeah big- anybody whole campus can participate oh my god that's yeah amazing. like i want to get the biggest turnout that's why i moved it to the 23rd so that the weekend after easter oh that's perfect yeah so everyone's back you know we're done with spring break done with easter break and now we're just here waiting for graduation you know Have so this fun thing to do heck yeah and the weather's definitely gonna be better too i wanted to push it even farther just to make sure because who knows if we're gonna have another 30 degree day like today it was yesterday. snowing like on sunday it was like flurrying and then i looked at my 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 uh um weather app and it said rain and i go that is not rain that is snow those are flurries like mm-mm. weather's not nice over here no nah, not at all and i'm like it is warmer in connecticut i go no way no shot and it was i'm excited for summer me too i'm so super excited. stoked but i do not have the bikini body yet so i gotta start who cares i'll be sitting on the beach under an umbrella <laughs> just gonna be like on a whole bodysuit on just thank you (laughs) 
oh, this is crazy. Like, not, like we're going to be, I'm going to be moving out and not coming back here. I'm going to be moving out and then moving back in one more time. Hey. Bittersweet. I know. It's like, it's weird though, because I feel like I'm at a point in my life where it's like, I'm going to see you guys again. Like, you know, it's like, there's so many means of communication. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm in Connecticut. I'm on the border. You're right there. I'm right there. Like spitting distance, as Jill would say. <laughs> she <laughs> nice told me, one, Jill. she has all this like Brooklyn sl- slang and I'm like, that's new. Draws. Ooh. It's a drawer. You draw with a crayon. Don't ask me to say it then. I have a really bad New England accent. Oh my god. Yeah, because you're from. It's weird though because like where Connecticut stands, I think they consider us like the proper speaking like New Englanders, and then you got like you know Mass where they got the little Boston accent in Boston. There's a little bit of Connecticut that I'll consider part of New England, and then there's the rest that are part of the tri-state, New York, New Jersey. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird because like I'm like cut up like tri-state and then also like Fairfield County. Just where, that's just where Danbury sits, but it's like half and half. So we're technically in Fairfield County, but like we're on the border in New York, which I think is clutch. There's so many things that New York doesn't have that I miss from home. Like, all right, ready? Mm-hmm. In Rhode Island, when you're little mm-hmm. and in elementary school, you have strawberry milk, chocolate milk, regular milk, and coffee milk. Jeez, with like caffeine in that? No, it's like, <laughs> I don't know how to, like, it's just coffee flavoring. Oh, so they put you on the addiction early. Exactly. Mm. But then I brought coffee syrup um, over here, so it's really good. I should have brought you some. It's so good. Next time, next time. I don't time. know if it's gluten-free, but. It probably is. That and my lactose-free milk, it hits. You know, the only drinks that really have gluten in is beer, a um, couple types of sodas, depending on if, it just depends on the process. Mm-hmm. A lot of it is fucking shit good job i'm an idiot just kidding (laughs) but anyways i remember like drinking would make me so sick but like also because like i would add beer beer is probably the worst thing anybody with celiac disease can do to their body like you could eat any type of bread nah beer will fuck you up like it's just it's just you away my god it just sits there and then it's like immediately nope comes right out bye oh my gosh yeah yeah so sorry but hey you're not missing much yeah yeah you're right there's better things out there oh for sure this is a good metaphor for uh anyways look at that (laughs) oh i'm I'm of legal drinking age i can talk like this you know you know that's what i do i'm 21 in the islands theoretically i'm technically 24 new york 22 in connecticut oh (laughs) i was like wait huh yeah somebody has my fake id out there (gasps) dina no no i'm kidding it scans yeah I yeah like, i didn't know it did that yeah it did throwback now i have like my my skinny oh my god i look like such a fetus in my my license picture i'll show you though oh goodness because i have the old can i get one still oh that's right see that's what i like about other one. Oh my god you're cheesing really hard i was so excited so i was so, i was like yeah i'm gonna be driving because i was like the first one of my friends so i'm like we lit we lit the good ones though i love that like rids they're in color and the new york ones are just what like black and white yep. light like a light blue, blue ugly gray. blue no something that's like not really tasteful flavor? yeah like yeah it's not there it's not there <laughs> yeah you know it'd be like that but i love rhode island slept on for sure and it literally takes two hours to get there from from my house directly like it's two hours to get through connecticut you're right there and right there boom and i thought connecticut was small and then you see rhode island you're like Meep. don't come at rhode island till you visit 
that's all that's true that's actual facts like the small shops and stuff like there's just so much there even though it's so small very wholesome we got diversity and it's like every every town is different too Mm -hmm. providence is totally different than like narragansett narragansett is totally different than like charleston which part of providence too because that just splits up yeah it's true it's like comparing like yonkers to the bronx versus like it's just like it's totally different it's just like close different mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Oh, d- don't sleep on rhode island and honestly it is affordable it is you know what i mean like you just drive there for the day you're, you're chilling get some good food bro airplane tickets are expensive you know and i mean i'm just i want to go to cali now that i know like i have cali mofos out there um but you know i feel like they just wouldn't catch my vibe i just feel like it wouldn't you know, I just feel like it, they'd be like, yo, what's wrong with you? Culture shock. That's what I'm saying. Like, nah, I've been nah, I've been going to New York since I was little. Just all that. Uh-uh. People can definitely tell the difference. Oh, for sure. For sure. When um, my old roommate told me that if I were to go to her high school in California, I wouldn't be considered white. I realized like, oh, sh- yeah. What would me. you be considered? Not white. Like Italian? Like Italian, yeah. Yeah, because I'm like dark haired dark features everything oh because everyone's like blonde hair blue eyes yep. over there wow yep so and i'm looking at it, I'm like holy shit like here i'm white like you know everyone thinks i'm white and i'm just like mm, cool whatever but like I get but the thing is like i can get your color in the in the like the color you're at right now that's me in the summer like get super super like light um like olive tone i think it's tanner i just feel so bad oh yeah i can get super dark and i love that i miss the sun already it's not like the sun's not right there but I miss the the good sun and the the, warmth. What is it right now? 36 degrees. Seriously? It's the worst thing ever. I can't with it. What's the weather for this week? It's going to rain Thursday. It's going to be cloudy tomorrow. I thought it was going to be like 70 on Thursday. Oh my gosh. I hate looking at the the weather for the week. It's just upsetting. Tough. And then it just fluctuates. Yeah. Tough. Tough all right i guess we'll see honestly if mother nature stops the climate is changing everyone like it just Mm -hmm. did like it's it's as we speak like it was 32 degrees it was 25 degrees yesterday it's gonna be 70 degrees on thursday as a biologist in training i can't tell me what is your unprofessional opinion on this because climate change is real a lot of things we put into the earth a lot of the things we don't realize um Hmm. is affecting it or we think is a good alternative is liar the earth is flat global warming is a hoax uh, it, just, it just took me a second I'm like earth is flat huh imagine oh like i'm pretty sure by now everybody's seen the the picture of i don't know what detergent brand it is i think it's like seventh generation or something mm-hmm. but it's like they're like oh we've gone cardboard but someone opens it and it's plastic on the inside like we don't realize like how many companies yep. just like have this big facade oh yeah and it scarred me in i think it was sophomore year chemistry you watch a documentary on like the plastic it's so bad no dude nobody understands like the garbage islands we have Mm -hmm. in the ocean like there's garbage (laughs) stop technical difficulties i keep hitting this so how does when you're italian and you talk with your hands i just keep this is a triple T moment. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Stop. Okay, we're good. Good job. You know, I'd be like that. But a but lot of other places. Okay, so we were talking about, you know, oh my God, what is it called? Climate change. Yes. Climate is changing. But a lot of other countries do a 10 times better job 
than we do at like whoa are you saying that america's not first in something whoa wait I oh my god you, i don't know what we're actually I'm totally first fucking at. with you yeah no i'm like, not surprised we we didn't think covid we we literally said covid wasn't real for like the longest time like so it's so so bad. that it's beyond me you know it's just but then also that living through that president you know i mean it really made me realize that like you can't make irrational people think rationally no like you can't you can't you can't argue with your aunt jane on facebook for 12 hours when she's screaming blah blah this blah blah that you can always present the facts but that's a it lot if she doesn't take it in mm-hmm. exactly. they have to go out and find the information themselves it's like it's not my it's i'm not, I'm not your teacher i'm not your job to make you a nicer person or mm-hmm. like you know what i mean if you want to be a fucking dickhead go you're gonna get yourself punched one day but yep. it's not gonna be from me so it's just one of those things it's like especially it's like educate your parents like a lot of parents out there aren't like in tune with what's going on on like social media and everything and a lot of the stuff that i see on twitter my mom does not see on the news mm-hmm. and my mom doesn't see it at all because she doesn't have twitter she only has facebook and i fucking hate facebook because of all that bullshit but the thing is like you have to be careful on what you're um what you're reading and stuff because putin's having so much fake propaganda out there and everything oh but gosh. it's like i don't know have some compassion people are dying mm-hmm. and there are like are legit war crimes being committed <laughs> like there's so many things going on in the world and yeah so many that's why i always try to say especially to my friends i'm like there's already enough like negative things going on in the world yeah. why should i add to it right now absolutely i'm gonna throw a hissy fit but let me just like forget about that because there's kids literally suffering yep for something they never did or had anything to do with yeah because first the invasion started off as boom we're just gonna go take over (laughs) okay yeah Mm -hmm. sure and first of all for anybody that doesn't know this ukraine was never a part of russia it was always ukraine russia took it and then they went back to being ukraine so like ukraine has their own culture so putin's just a psycho fucking idiot crazy motherfucker anyways um but hopefully there'll be some resolution soon because it's just it's heartbreaking and also like talking to my nona about it she was in italy when mussolini was in power and she was literally there when they were throwing bombs right in the beginning and she had i think they stopped they literally she has a fourth grade education and now and then my no my no no died you know worth much more than what he came here with which is amazing because it's like it proves that like you get here work hard do your shit but it's like i don't know don't be racist i guess is the ending to everything don't combined. hate for other people we're like, all humans Jesus. at the end of the day seriously like who gives a fuck if someone's gay 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 everyone at florida gay gay gay, oh my gay. Gosh. like seriously don't say gay what is that bullshit all right well if we're not allowed to talk about sexual orientation and everything then i don't want to be reading any books with any hetero relationships in it as well like if you're going to take one away take the other away it's crazy to think i don't know I think because we're like so one way and then there's other people who are like the other way. That's so like generic of what I just said, but I don't know. I feel like if we're so, if we're able to be open, other people should be able to be open too. I like watched this video. I was like, uh, do you, do you think, um, people are born gay? There's science to prove, to back it up. But what's your answer? Do you think? I don't think anybody chooses to be one way. It just, just happens. Are you straight? I'm bisexual. When did you choose that you were bisexual? I feel like I never chose. Exactly, right? Like, so you're just born that way. Yeah. It's like, I'm straight. When did I find out that I was straight? Like, I never I never came out as straight. 
you know it's that's it's just why are people so weird about like what people are are doing in bed it's like get over it oh my gosh it's none of your business at the end of the, you're not going home with that person that's what i'm saying it's like why does it matter to you like do your own thing mm-hmm. man like people are living their life and like not everyone's brain is the same not everyone's personality is the same it's a big thing especially like in the hispanic culture a lot of people it's a it's a big thing in a lot of cultures it's like a it's a no-no you don't talk about it yep but luckily there's parents who are even though they um their kids are first gen and things like that you know they're opening up to it and they're listening because in the words of my mom and i love that she said this and i'm so thankful for her she's like um no matter who you love what you are if you're freaking purple at the end of the day i still love you you're my yep. kid yep so yep. i wish a lot of other people would have that mindset i agree i there's a huge problem at my school my senior year when um because traditionally the girls would wear white gowns for graduation mm-hmm. and the guys would wear blue our colors were blue and orange so i don't know where the white came out of whatever it's probably purity because girls <laughs> whatever it is anyway some sexist bullshit but there were students that were complaining because they wanted to identify as female on the card with when we were getting our gown sized mm-hmm. and they weren't allowing him. So I went to the principal and I said, let's just get new gowns and make them all look the same and just make them look nice. So we ended up having like six different options of new gowns That's awesome. and we were looking at them all. We uh, found one that was blue gown that had like white up here with our crest of our school and like embroidered. And the other ones were just like plastic, like uh, the, the, the tablecloth you get from like party depot oh. it was that material but this one was like a, a like an really actual nice. material like the ones we get for here like nice and uh i some parents had like an outrage some parents on like the they were like my mom was showing me on the facebook page and i'm looking at it like like some of them are like oh these kids are too sensitive or blah 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 so then of course you know the school newspaper came to me and they want to get a story on it so then i said like i don't give a fuck if you identify as a paperclip or a goddamn rock we all are graduating from the same school mm-hmm. why the hell would we like i think it's dumb that we have like two different colors and also the way we all look together walking to our seats outside because we have to do it at our stadium because my school is so big um and it's a great ceremony but like we were all walking in unity in unison with the same color and this is when my high school is being like rebranded so like um we this this new um he was i think principal for this was his second year so he was really changing everything up and new building there's a new turf field now there's a whole bunch of new stuff going on there new black box theater there's so much right and um the parents were just so upset and I like was looking at that and like my mom like defended me on there because like my mom's like the students like chose to do this like it has nothing to do with like anything administratively like this is the students wanting to change it and we had the school vote on them too so it's not like it's like we picked our top three Mm mm-hmm students voted we, they voted for the one that we knew that they were going to vote for and they came out so nice and they're still using those gowns to this day Purr. and it's like like Love that. go fuck yourself i'm not yeah. gonna wear what why why am i wearing white and fucking virgin mary over here like go like it's bullshit i hate all that sexist shit i hate it i've gone to catholic school my whole life and so i went to public school for my freshman and half my sophomore year of high school mm-hmm. transferred into catholic school to the point my class was 20 of us in the graduating class only one girl did not want to graduate with us and the girls were gold or yellow and the guys were green but it's to the point that guys can have piercings <laughs> haircuts had to be a certain way couldn't dye your hair couldn't wear makeup like we couldn't even decorate our graduation caps oh gosh that's like, terrible all the things i would talk to my principal about like 
there was a priest who also like um worked alongside him like just if it didn't go with like that kind of like we literally had um dress code Mm -hmm. for dress down days jeez like then that's not dressing down exactly so it's just like i've been pissed i've been so mad to be able to have that change would have been amazing like a lot of people don't realize and like their high schools they don't they don't get they don't have to worry about that yep i understand like it's catholic school but it's like at the same time like we're individuals we deserve our freedom 100 percent. our individuality our creativity yeah i don't know why like anyone has it like it's just no cover yourself up i, I don't know why don't you teach your son to like i don't know control his oh everything about him i feel so uncomfortable i'm someone who is of certain body parts that are you know more you know out there yeah and i'm she always thick. in thick with a few c's mm. and i feel super uncomfortable wearing certain things to the point where i've had people i'm having a conversation with them and they're looking at things that they shouldn't be looking at yeah it's like i'm an indi- like i'm a human being yep not an individual wasn't the right word but my eyes are up here yeah i don't why are you looking anywhere else other than my yeah. like face like yep. it doesn't matter yep like I shouldn't have to control what I wear. If I want to wear a freaking tank top, mm-hmm. let me be. Hell yeah! It doesn't matter what I'm wearing. Doesn't distract you. It no. doesn't change the conversation. Mm-mm. Like, oh, it frustrates me so much. Me too. And like I'm, I always tend to wear like baggier clothes and like ba- like I always get sweatshirts that were just big. And I'm mm-hmm. I'm doing better at like getting uh, clothes that like are my size. But like I, I just hated the way I looked because I was just so skinny. And, like, I still am skinny, but, like, now I've, I'm a lot more comfortable with it because when I was gaining the weight back, it was tough for me to look in the mirror and say, like, oh, oh, my God, like, I look fat. But, no, I, I'm healthy. I was unhealthy way before. Mm-hmm. So I'm doing a lot better at, like, I never wore leggings in high school. Like, I would only wear, like, jeans and everything. Like, you ask anybody, I always wore jeans, like, skinny jeans. I just never – I didn't want to wear leggings. Like, I didn't want to wear anything that was, like, tight-fitted. I hated it. Like, I hated the fact that I was, like, just this flat, like, piece of spaghetti and green bean tina. You know the vibes but like now it's a lot better but like i literally felt more comfortable in like oversized stuff because nobody had to comment oh my god you're so skinny or whatever but then as soon as i wear like a tight shirt or somebody they're just like oh my god you know i wish i was skinny as you oh yeah you, you wish you were yeah it fucking sucks because 90 percent i'm feeling like shit like celiac sucks anxiety depression sucks adhd sucks you know what i mean there's like so much about me that you don't know yeah and like even the medication that i take like it's constantly like make it's literally my metabolism is just like boom working overtime when you take like all these stimulants and everything especially Adderall so it's like Gosh, I'm yeah. losing weight when I'm just sitting here you know what I mean so it's like I have to eat more but it's also like I don't have the appetite to eat so I have to like schedule everything out so t- I can go a whole day without eating a meal and I'm like oh shit I forgot and then I have to go I'm like oh I gotta go eat and it's it sucks but it's like my family's not really a heavier set either like my brother mm-hmm. my younger brother's really skinny my mom's small because she's got Crohn's so it's just like you know don't comment on people's body in general because you don't know what the they're going on mm-hmm. like I, I hate when i hear like my mom's friends like comment on like how she's so small and everything and like like my mom gets insecure about it like she talks to me about this stuff mm-hmm. like sometimes she's just like oh like i look so bad today or like anything i'm like no mom you don't like you look healthy you look good like you're alive you, like that's good like it's positive things it's like when i hear them and they say that i'm just like well they're like oh you guys are so skinny i'm like well if you get a gi problem you know what i mean yeah. like get diagnosed with like ibs or some crazy shit and just like my mom has half her intestines you know yeah, what i mean everybody wants to be like that no one wants to be like that for a reason uh-uh it's, it's nuts because there was a time when i was so when i was like the lowest of my weight like 90 pounds i like couldn't walk like it was like i felt my my skin just rubbing against my legs like my bones like i could feel it there was no muscle anymore there was nothing 
um and like i felt faint immediately when i woke up so i'm just like there's no like i just i felt useless like i couldn't move i had to like lay in bed the entire time and then i'm just thinking to myself like why would anybody want this like i'm like i'm feeling completely shit because my body's starving itself and i didn't even know it was so it's just like eat food is important mm-hmm. who cares like eat whatever you can eat exactly we live in a world where we see a lot of women have to be like this and the same goes for men mm-hmm. and i oh my gosh nobody should have to feel like they have to fit in a box nobody should have to feel like they should feel a certain way dress a certain way you know like we need to break out of those stereotypes if, if you want to be a certain way a certain height dress a certain way well you can't be a certain height you're, you're, that's you know genetics but you know do what you want like it doesn't matter it's so true and it's like your body size is your size right your size wouldn't work on me because first of all if i had boobs that were your size i, I would be f- falled over on the floor like it's not proportional to my body you know what i mean like you got the ass to balance it out you got the thick legs and the that calves. came when i got into like later high school like oh, into college. yeah like i think always wearing uniform like i've never had to worry about this mm-hmm. nobody ever noticed but once i like honestly getting into college like starting to dress myself on my own yeah and then everybody pointing it out like i don't want to wear jeans anymore i just mm-hmm. want to wear leggings and sweatpants yep instead of having because i've dressed so like proper my whole life like, oh yeah I'm so done with that but yeah just you know just show love for people but just careful what you yeah, say yeah it's like your your body's your body mm-hmm. it's like when everyone's like oh, i wish like uh, everybody small. has such like, a tough relationship with their body literally especially guys because they don't talk about it mm-hmm you know no bro yeah let's hit the gym yeah man but like did you eat today yeah what are you eating did you can't just do pre-workout no oh my god and that's not food no it's not that's not food like food is important like vegetables fruit meats are you eating enough you're burning a lot of calories like do you are you uh it worries me when i was bulking and during our covid season Mm -hmm. that was first of all great timing because my coach said that I reminded him of Bambi on ice oh my God. when I was running around. That's how frail, uncoordinated, I was falling over. It was like, I was a twig. Like, he's just like, I, he's like, I could blow and then you just like fall over. And I'm like, I know, that's what it felt like. Yeah. And I was totally open with him when I got there. It's like when I started losing the weight in my in my cheeks, that's when I knew it was getting bad because your face is like the last thing that loses weight. Yeah. Everything else starts going. And then, and I didn't even notice. My mom started noticing because unless you're actually trying to lose the weight, you're not going to notice you're losing weight which is probably the scariest thing about like unintentional weight loss is Mm -hmm. like what the fuck's the reason like I thought I had cancer I thought I went worst case scenario I was like I had leukemia like all that shit found out I can't eat gluten I was like all right that's better but like fuck I miss pizza for sure Mm -hmm. pizza's awesome pizza's good depends on where you go that's very true everything depends for sure i had this oh my god who had really Domino's surprisingly is really good gluten-free pizza i didn't know that super good bro you gotta be careful with the cross contamination though. So if you're super mm. sensitive, super super sensitive, um, I, I ate the food, I ate the pizza, and it didn't bother me. So I tried it out. So I, I I'm at, I'm healthy enough that I can like try things, and if it fucks me up, it fucks me up, and mm. then like get over it. But when I went cold turkey, it was like the first meal I had that was gluten free. I felt full. Like I I stopped like there was no I would eat meals and then I didn't feel full. I had no energy from it. There was like wow. nothing. It's like imagine eating food and not feeling like anything. Like that's complete malnourishment. Like it was insane. Losing my hair. It was sad. I hated losing my hair. And funny enough, my freshman year roommates would give me shit because I was a brunette. My other roommate was a redhead and the other one was a blonde. So like you knew it was my hair on the carpet because wow. it was brown. So like they would give me shit. Oh, Tina, like your hair's all over the Like just cut. And I'm like, ah, oh, shit. Sorry, guys. So like we'd always have to do like the vacuum like every two weeks. And little did they know 
it was the celiac that was causing all my hair to just fall out in clumps all the oh time gosh. like in the shower when i was brushing it mostly too they would just fall out constantly like i didn't even know where it was coming because first of all i didn't even brush my hair like my hair's curly and like wavy so like i get out of the shower put conditioner in it blah 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 do the thing and then i just air dry it sometimes blow dry it but i never brush it so like i was like why is all my hair falling out if i'm not brushing my hair that was frightening it's the opposite of the rapunzel you want yep it's scary hair loss for a girl is just as traumatic as it is for a guy for mm-hmm. sure because like guys can pull it off girls people love to compliment on girls hairs the, what was it the oscars that just happened oh hashtag mm. we'll slap we'll yeah. slap back. what are your thoughts on that i was so confused i was literally I working thought was, i thought it was fucking staged i was like oh something's going on and then when i heard the beep i was like oh shit this is not a fucking joke bro yep because you, you could hear like the you, you got secondhand embarrassment from chris rock just sitting there going hmm and like then you felt like the awkward tension in the audience yeah the but memes are intense right now. Oh my! Th- right away. There's already a song about it. Oh my gosh! It's so cringy. Did you see James Corden perform? No. Oh my god, he did. He did his. Then Jimmy Fallon did his monologue for it. Jimmy Kimmel did his monologue on it. It was. They're all making. But like honestly, a lot of people are commenting on it and they don't know the whole story about mm-hmm. it. It's like you know, in 2016, the Oscars. That was the year where it came out that the um the Academy was not being like well representing uh, POCs at mm-hmm. all. And I think not even women either. I think it was like ninety, like eight percent, like white males, like at the. So it was it was bullcrap. And you see, I was what this last Oscars. That was the second female, uh, third female to ever win Best Director out of the ninety four Oscars that they've had so far. So that tells you something too. That and, says a lot. Oh, one hundred percent. And then in twenty sixteen, Jada and Will boycotted like and protest i don't mm-hmm. know if will ended up going but i know jada did so jada protests and um because she was just like it's bull crap and like i don't i don't blame her mm-hmm. so that same year chris rock was hosting the oscars so he says like a joke like oh like uh jada's like protesting the oscars this year isn't she on tv it's like uh jada boycotting the oscars is like me boycotting like rihanna's panties like i wasn't invited or something yeah like he yeah like and he's notoriously known for belittling like women specifically women of color in his stand-ups in front of like majority white audiences Mm -hmm. so i'm just like looking at that all right you def you have history with will and jada you worked with jada on madagascar you you've known will your whole life you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like you guys have been in the same kind of social circle same comedic like you know environment and all that hollywood and you're going to joke about something that she's openly been, you know, That's talking about. Hard. And then also, like, the shit that they've been through all together with mm-hmm. the whole cheating thing and everything. Like, you know, that open relationship. And Will was upset about it. Like, like he, that was a very vulnerable situation for him. Like, you have to understand, like, he is still, like, grieving that whole situation as mm-hmm. well. You know, it's only been, like, two years. And it's just, like, COVID's been happening. He also is doing this weight loss journey thing. He's been, like, getting his life together. And then he was also in this film. Like, I remember when he posted about like how he was going to start losing weight because everyone got like you know quarantine belly and all that yeah. but i i give kudos to those who like are open about it and they're just like Pfft. i was looking up rebel wilson yesterday oh my she gosh. lost so much weight she looks so good i didn't yeah. recognize her i didn't recognize her because it took I was, me a second i was like i was just girl. I, I was like oh my god and the what i fucking hated the most was hearing her say that um they didn't like her uh agents like didn't want her losing weight yep, because they didn't I think it that. should be funny that nobody's weight should have yeah no yeah to because their... now that adele lost weight she's a bad singer are you fucking serious like doesn't work like that oh so you were just you thought she was funny because she was fat 
and it doesn't help she was mm. fat amy so they're just gonna everything's just gonna work off of that but like, now no, she's don't skinny find her career yeah no, she only said that so twig bitches like you wouldn't say it behind my back mm-hmm. <laughs> good reference <laughs> thank you you know so it's just like and power to her i love mm-hmm. doing that like i own my shit too it's like oh yeah you know, you just do this fucking all that so like no one can tease me on my shit if i'm self-aware is key people what i'm telling you right now know yourself better than anybody else because if anybody tries to give you shit about anything and you're already aware of it, it you can't get upset about it you're you mm-hmm. but the best people and the most intelligent people are self-aware guaranteed Lizzo. love her love her. her confidence and people are like she shouldn't be acting she shouldn't be making music or all that i'm like who's this like you have no right to comment on that Mm -mm. like go off queen because a lot of younger girls and a lot of women who are trying to like come up in their life and their career they need that role model so for you to say that you don't see me going to like boycott a bunch of like fat male actors and stuff like that no you've never did you just like when uh jonah hill lost his weight yeah like be happy for them first of all a lot of the reason why rebel wilson lost the weight was because she was having fertility issues Mm -hmm. and um if you if uh, if you men out there don't know what that means um (laughs) women have to have you know healthy bodies in order to like you know grow another body Mm -hmm. inside them and it's a lot of work and women go through so much so much and it's it's it takes a mental toll on you when you get older especially when you're pregnant if you lose a kid Mm -hmm. if you miscarriage if anything happens not being able to have a kid that just says that like the one thing that like humans were created for right is to like recreate Mm -hmm. right and that's like the one thing where like you're able to do so like the biggest confidence fucking downhill spiral is like when a guy's not able to you know that's probably the worst thing i think can happen is if the guy can't because it's like guys don't have that outlet to be like oh like men empowerment they don't have that backup yeah women on the other hand there's a lot of options a lot of communities for it absolutely and you know that you have your spouse that's able to you know and you know, there's so many different ways to, first of all, IVF, in vitro, well, 100%, in IVF, 100%, like, adopt, a so lot of people overlook adopting and fostering kids, and that makes me so upset, I want to adopt, for sure, I want to adopt one kid, for sure, you and me both, yeah, like, literally, I understand, everybody wants a kid of their own, but who's to say this kid you're adopting or going to foster isn't going to be your own kid, like, I had a foster brother growing up, mm-hmm. and he's still in touch with us, he calls my mom, mom, I like, love that, having, bringing another person into your family and just giving them the love that you have it's not taking away from anybody else you're just giving more love to another person like yeah who like was probably like leaving a shitty situation Mm -hmm. it's like dude there's so many people out there that that they're just waiting and it's like especially because i was thinking because with celiac um depending on how when you get diagnosed and like how severe and all that like you can have like infertility issues so like there's a possibility that i might not be able to you know who who knows yeah things can change though when i get older um my mom she has crohn's but she still had all three of us Mm -hmm. you know and we're healthy and we've turned out good so and she ended up you know she was survived them so she she ended up good too so fingers crossed like i'll be able to but have if i don't if i'm not able to i will a hundred percent adopt because first of all i know that i will be able to like support and give these kids like a great mm-hmm. like life and like the fact that i understand that it has nothing to do like people are like oh kids are born evil fuck no no, no. take some developmental psychopathology with mm-hmm. dr Voto. love her shout out did my letter of rec for grad school got in dr Voto. just letting you know Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. all right future <laughs> counselor and psychologist hopefully fingers crossed wait on dr tina oh that's gonna be lit anyways i'm I'm kidding i'm excited for that crazy (laughs) 
You gonna come to my first book signing? I would love to. Can I get a special message? Yeah. Be like, she knew me when. <laughs> I keep telling everyone, I'm like, guys, this is gonna pop off. This podcast is gonna go crazy. I'm gonna remember you when I'm in my house in Boca and we're going crazy at the... <laughs> With your many adopted ch- kids. Literally. All like children. I'm, all I'm saying is I'm gonna adopt some kids, get them nasty at some sports like pay for like the best like programs and they're gonna go d1 i'm not even gonna pay for college all right or wherever i'm teaching at the time when i get tenure there you go they'll go for free you know mm-hmm. so it's like no big it's no big deal but it's like especially with dogs too adopt <gasps> adopt my dog was gonna go to a kill shelter in kentucky she weighs 11 pounds her name is brooklyn and she shakes when she knows that we're leaving for school okay and a kill shelter my friend Ralphie's dog, her name's Lady. She came from Puerto Rico and she was going to get put down, but she was literally abused. So it's fine when his family's in the house, but when mm-hmm. we enter, of course, she barks and she's so yep. scared to go near us. Yep. So for me and my friends to slowly gain her trust, like it's baby steps, but mm-hmm. it's it's so sad. And I mean, oh my God, I'm hormonal. But like all these things, like to think that a human being out there would like hurt somebody or like this animal is just yeah. like, horrible. It's it's And it's like I hear, it's like I paid three grand for that. I paid $500 for, like, my family paid $500 for our dog, right? And that $500 went directly to the animal shelter mm-hmm. that we adopted her from to pay for food and other things. So we didn't pay for any uh, shots, the spaying, no. We didn't pay for the chip, nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, people, like, the amount of money you save adopting versus buying is night and day because you're when you're buying you're paying for all the shots you're paying for the chip you're paying for the registration you're paying for everything mind you we had to pay for the registration yeah it's like 10 bucks it's cheap but i'm just like there's nothing wrong with the dogs what is it aiden i call him my sig fig my boyfriend um (laughs) shout out aiden hey i want to say he has like seven or eight adopted dogs i could probably like name them on my fingers but his family fosters them and like the stories behind them like let me just tell you crazy uh, when you adopt a dog the personalities are totally different mm-hmm. because when you get a dog from a breeder they're bitches they're assholes they know that they're the shit they know mm-hmm. that someone's gonna bring them home they're now like yeah i'm going to like they, they know you seen sausage party no all right well I, I had to skip through it because like shit scarred me but <laughs> basically all the food they think that when they get picked off the shelves mm-hmm. it's like they're going to the the final place and the final place is like getting eaten and dying and it's like these breeding dogs they know that the final place is at a nice home they know they they guaranteed that then you have these dogs that are treated like shit mm-hmm. and br- and first of all we invented dogs people don't forget that without humans there would be no dogs Domestication so for of animals. so for us to not take responsibility of the amount of dogs that are stuck in shelters getting put in the fact that their kill shelters even exist for dogs that don't need to be killed like mm-hmm. i get it my like my mom's friend at work she just got she just adopted a dog it turns out that no 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 super sad what happened was you know when um their their temperance shot sometimes they have a sometimes uh if they don't get it in time they end up getting like this infection or something and like then he started having seizures yeah 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 so they had to put him down but like here's the thing not her fault that that happens but here's the thing like she was super happy to adopt and give this dog this new life and the shelter was like so upset and like like offered hey we'll get you a new dog when you're ready and mm-hmm. all that but like she was heartbroken like it's it's sad but then it's like she was able to give that dog a little like a happier end 100 100 percent my my uncle's dog fred he's a purebred strafford terrier mm-hmm. and he did the dna test because he wanted to know he had no idea and, they had, and he's a purebred he fostered him first then ended up adopting him he's got a dented tail 
because we think that he was hit by like a broom or something because if you put a broom up to him he barks at it so we think we think that's why but when my uncle fostered him he was malnourished bony and now he's like the happiest dog the be- like the best dog ever and he's best friends the with brooklyn boy he's like 90 pounds brooklyn's 11 and they're best friends like he loves the little dogs he's so good with little and she's so good with big dogs too but it's like they just got a vibe and like they're just so much more emotionally attached because they know what it's like to be like left alone that's the thing like these dogs were forgot like brooklyn had such a tough time being in the car with us she would shake when we're going in the car because she came from like she moved from like two different vans one to go to the kill shelter and then one when the shelter that we adopted from shout out dawes dan danbury animal welfare society they're getting a new shelter they're really awesome love them there um they're literally totaling the whole building they have and they're getting a brand new like when i tell you how shitty it was to begin with mm-hmm. like it's like going from like the new gym to the the old gym to the new gym that's a big like, upgrade right that's what there. i'm saying it's like demolish brand new like get rid of a, a, a alum put up a keynote like that mm-hmm. type of shit so um but i like i couldn't imagine paying like five thousand dollars for a dog and then that dog like being a fucking dickhead you know what i mean mm-hmm. like just imagine that like the the dogs that you foster and like adopt they know that like you're the last resort they know what it's like to be fucking thrown away they have a story behind them 100 percent. and like people like they have feelings they dogs are the only like animal that like is made just to like love you know like why did we make dogs man's companion right that's why we domesticated them man's like hang out with wolves wolf will fucking eat your fucking head off but hashtag get a dog Mm -hmm. and then dogs that domestication guys that means that they can't live on the street they don't hunt they they don't that's why for themselves like that is why they starve on the streets like they're like oh he's a dog he's gonna be fine no other animals eat dogs like Mm -hmm. like it's like come on bro come my best friend's dog for she so sad but her um her original his original owner his name is ollie originally was prada but she like didn't want him and like one of my other uh, friends um back at home found him like in this condo just like like no no leash no nothing they ended up finding the owner and the phone the owner reached out to um my best friend's mom and then she was like oh if you're interested like you can you can have him so i changed his name to ollie i don't think they knew specifically how old he was but he unfortunately got hit by a car last year yeah like protect your dogs Mm -hmm. and like watch your dogs and also like look out when you're driving in like you know residential neighborhoods for small children and small dogs because like they don't they don't really bounce off of windshields well just pay attention seriously story like let's let's not go 75 in a freaking residential bro like where's the rush what what where 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 are you going come on like bro let's not kill anybody let's take it easy and be like that but yeah make sure you adopt it's very important we should have like an adoption day here because we had that we raised a lot of we raised a lot of money for for uh snar snar that was actually really good yeah it was awesome there was one dog that was just like brooklyn too don't don't sleep on little dogs yeah i mean i'm kidding i'm kidding she's 70 percent chihuahua we did the doggy dna test 70 percent chihuahua 30 percent a bunch of different terriers like rat terrier other terrier like literally multiple different ones like two percent three percent point something point something it was crazy melting pot of a dog yep 
but we knew she was like chihuahua but we didn't think she was that much because mm-hmm. she's not chihuahua size she's 11 pounds so she she looks like a big dog shrunk if that makes sense like that's what she looks like Honey, so, I shrunk the dog. so everyone like looks at her and they don't they don't know she's a chihuahua they really honestly think she's just like rat terrier full but um the key when you have small dogs and or a chihuahua specifically you need to socialize them early mm-hmm. as soon as we got her we got her at four months little little above that five months yeah because by the time she was spayed and all that because she can't get um her shots a lot of them till she's six months old yeah a lot of them so and then they can't really be around older dogs yeah yep um so then what were you just talking about adhd Your sorry dog. my dog what else was you i saying you got her around four to five months you socialized her oh yeah yeah, yeah. we work good together yeah we do this is good <laughs> all right amanda's gonna be here next tuesday as well Catch tune in next week do you want to do a react video i'm so down word 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 all right i'm gonna start looking i really want to watch like like a crazy like documentary that's like controversial as fuck and then be like just talk about it while we're watching it let's watch supersized me i that love supersized me. me oh my bro loki i wish i was like there to like get supersized like oh oh yeah come on it's not happening like now. i would i would just want to live and just experience it once because like come on I, and, and also can we make like the four piece like a dollar again like thanks bro snack wrap bag mcdonald's slacking if you guys reelect me the snack wrap's coming back oh my we're gonna get that should we protest how should we start that i feel like okay you know what everyone you guys have a lot more power than you think you do to like make change you know what i mean like i feel like with social media now it's so much easier to like you know get a company's attention be relevant but then also be irrelevant at the same time Mm -hmm. because holy shit don't even fucking try to compare charlie or dixie d'amelio to fucking meryl streep or jennifer lawrence or fucking brett you're gonna try and tell me that you're gonna try and tell first of all why is dixie opening up for btr can we talk about that i peeped that i was like first of all you're no mixing sense. the generations just, if you're gonna get somebody to open up for big time rush you should have gotten miley cyrus you should have gotten try and think who's sean mendez maybe love sean mendez. this one's saying like, you, like an a-list that's like kid Leroy. there we go that would have been perfect a lot of people are gonna like disagree with our choice right there but i actually like well i feel like he's right. younger you know because he's only what 20 21 he's young yeah roughly it'd yeah. be a good start for him well not that he doesn't already have a start but like well because he needs to appeal big time rush needs to appeal to the generation that knew them mm-hmm. like they're performing for like us like we were watching now their shows little why the hell are you gonna be singing to a five-year-old about what it's pretty good right there thank you uh, we're gonna do karaoke every Wednesday. I wish I could sing. Oh my gosh! Like that would honestly one skill I would just want to flex is like I can sing. I could play the guitar a little bit. I stopped because I, you know, life. Security car karaoke. <sighs> Bro, I want to do. I, dude, the lip sync battle would be sick. But here's the thing: I want to get like lights and shit. Like I want it to be a performance. Oh my gosh! Yeah. You know who we can get on that? Who? billy what is his last oh name? my god Brum- i can't say sergeant in arms billy bill i can't say your last name Brumba- so sorry. brombog brombach we're gonna need bill to come on shut up bill dude his voice like not a lot of people can pull off the like sinatra voice no no he hits it that's what i'm key. saying like there's guys they just don't have that old-fashioned guys can i can i plug this yes choir? So, with what we wouldn't take back the night is going to be April 20th, and it's going to be from 5 to 7, 
in the old the new gym Ooh, see that's an upgrade right there what is uh take back the night what is that basically this is should i read it to the, oh no this is dr Pichardo sent me the email what's a few people Ooh. um take back the night is really a night to take back the night i feel like i'm not going to do a good justice um to explaining it it's like dr Pichardo would Basically, Dr. Pichardo, if you don't know who Dr. Pichardo is, Dr. You're, 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 you're behind. Yeah, you're behind. You're slacking. Sorry for you. Dr. Pichardo is the program director, but she works in uh, prevention, sexual assault prevention. And she's honestly like the best resource we have on this campus because I never heard of her position until I came here. Mm-hmm. I don't think any other school has like an as dedicated person. Absolutely. Who actually cares about like our generation and making sure that we have the right resources and that we'll be safe and that if something happens god forbid knock on wood Mm -hmm. but we have we have the right outlets oh yeah were you there when she did the presentation for all the athletes yes when i that was like i called stern like immediately and like texted him like what word for what was going on because like men boys those of the male species and or female species that Mm -hmm. you know don't fucking or non-binary and or any other whatever you whoever you are whoever you are whatever you are okay don't joke about sexual assault Mm -hmm. because probably more men have experienced it than you it that you think and and that you know know. Mm -hmm. and like i literally like looked out in the crowd when like i heard the guys just making all these fucking annoying noises and just taking the shit as a joke and i'm just thinking like i knew like a handful of people that have like told me shit like you know what i mean that like has that happened to them like and it could be something small Mm -hmm. but it's a big impact on their life huge impact you're you're violating somebody you know like how would a guy feel if someone just grabbed their dick and just walked away it's not a joke it's not it's not fun to like oh like invading your personal space nah man makes people uncomfortable people like you never know what like had to deal with in their life you know some trigger people they could have like past trauma you know it's it's a bunch of shit but like don't joke about it in the words of dr Pachardo, you never know who's in the room Mm -hmm. and i love that she says that because especially when you start working alongside her like I, i'm just like a peer educator but like the amount of students who tell me things especially with my position and mm-hmm. then me hearing it like yeah i want to cry yeah and you don't realize like some of the things you say trigger people yeah. and it's so sad like yep i hate to be like this but what if that was like your sibling true what if that was like a family member absolutely what if that was like your closest friend yep like i feel like a lot think- of like what has been going on the last like co- like five years really um with like everyone being so like i'm on this side you're on that side type of thing it's like i feel like people just like forgot about like being a basic like basic mm-hmm. humanity you know what i mean like just mm-hmm. being a nice person just because that like you're a human being and we live in a society that is like communal like the earth is communal like this is everyone's home you know what i mean it's mm-hmm. like if the earth is going we're all going you know there's not there's not like a unless you got a ticket with elon's freaking spaceship to go to mars you know what i mean it's like (laughs) but even that you saw don't look up that movie don't look up no i haven't seen it yet is that the one with leonardo dicaprio so it's shit but like review wise but it was great in terms of the a-list actors did it not because they knew it was going to be a good movie they did it for the like the reason behind it Mm -hmm. the meaning behind the movie so it was very it was a satire basically on today's society yeah and it was basically what trump did during covid 
that the president Meryl Streep perfect representation she <laughs> killed it um uh was saying like these scientists go to the, the White House because they found that a meteor is hurtling to earth did all the calculations double check triple check like masters in their field like highest whatever let's sit and assess like they handled it the same way that the Trump we handled COVID absolutely nice. and it's scary because it like was real like it was I, I I was uncomfortable watching it it was scary it wasn't funny because I lived through it like that was real life like everything that happened it's like no they're making a joke like this is this happened like Jonah Hill was being like you know super obnoxious in there because mm-hmm. he worked for the piece on the president's side he was kind of like the Mitch McConnell of the fucking like you know he's just a fucking like piece of shit not listening like, oh, okay, like a bunch of <laughs> like and I'm saying like bro like that that's life now and it's like uh dr rubes when i had him for capstone he was so important on like do your research and like check your facts Mm -hmm. and like don't let anybody like tell you that facts aren't true you know what i mean like if you know something's true and so do not like he's like there's misinformation is gonna be like the death of society and i 100 percent think that too because there's so many like i'm sorry to say it but naive like they're not stupid they're just naive they just don't have the information and it's sad because ignorance is just like you can't blame somebody for being ignorant Mm -hmm. like that would just make yourself ignorant the fact that ignorance isn't something people like openly do on purpose it's just unfortunately just you know you can't expect somebody to understand the point of view of somebody they never met they've never been in that culture setting yeah you know you can't someone in freaking minnesota isn't gonna know what new york's like if they've never been in new york nope you know, same thing with I'll never really know what Cali's like until I get there. So I can have all these fake stereotypes and actually be go there and love it. You know what I mean? So you got to experience it for yourself. Absolutely. It's like I've been to Virginia, West Virginia, Kentucky to uh, repair homes in the Appalachian Trail. And I really just did that because not for like the, oh, like I'm volunteering for volunteer hours. Like, no, I just did it for like shits and gigs. I thought it'd be fun. A bunch of my friends were doing it. And there was this uh, not my church that sponsored it but another church sponsored mm-hmm. it but they were welcoming all types of people so it was me and a bunch of other high schoolers I did it uh sophomore and junior year of high school and the thing that made the most impact on me was the fact that these people like didn't even have running water like when I tell you like they couldn't even afford to get tick medication and flea medication for their dogs you'd see the fleas hopping on these dogs it's the fact that that's in America yep and the thing is like why are all these dogs brought to kill shelters because mm-hmm. they're all these dogs are like bred and given to these families that do not have the money to afford to take mm-hmm. care of them and it's sad because it's like they love the dogs like they don't beat them they weren't abusing them they love them they just can't afford the 50 70 whatever flea medication they have to take like every yeah. month and it's so sad to me and there was this one ki- uh the first house that i ever repaired it was a tree fell through like this bedroom oh my gosh so they moved the tree so it, the way it works is we're there for a week and then a new crew comes in the next week from another church so then you just continue what the last crew did so you like write everything in the book you keep track on what you've mm-hmm. been doing and everything so we were mostly clean up because like the room was a mess obviously because a tree fell through it um and then the second year i ended up helping this other family that lived in like um in kentucky and it was this big black family right this oh my god this super nice like the like this big black teddy bear guy loved him like he was the like the coolest guy but like I felt super cool because they were so accepting of me when we were so culturally different mm-hmm. like I'm I shit you not all the volunteers we were white and we're helping this like black family right and you would think that maybe there'd be like some animosity like oh they're just trying to nothing 
like it was they would talk to us all the time they would like you'd think that they feel a little bit like like that like uncomfortable oh they're judging us like this is like no like you have to apply to to be a part of this program because everything's done for free Mm -hmm. but you also have to meet like a certain under the poverty line like a certain like all this stuff like there's credentials you have to meet like you have to genuinely need the help yeah to get this um because the amount of work we build porches roofs we uh i did a couple bathroom uh, uh floors i fixed this the best thing ever was leaving um, West Virginia the the year after, and I saw I did three years, so I think it was freshman, sophomore, junior year. Um, and this girl like just needed a new floor in her bedroom, you know. Mm-hmm. And we were thanked by this this mama. She made us a Thanksgiving dinner to thank us at the oh, end wow. of the week. And she's somebody that is getting her house repaired because she doesn't have the money. And she took and she and, money. and she literally made us a freaking feast to thank us and like that's all she could give us like you know like but that like it's not about what you give you know it's the freaking like i saw that and i was i was like i started crying because i was just like i couldn't believe it because they have genuinely nothing like i've seen people with nothing that's like nothing it's like you could see people on the streets here in new york and everything Mm -hmm. like they they genuinely like no running water a lot of them they we have big moats for them under their house to get them water some people need like handicap uh, ramps put on their porch. There's just so much that goes on that that can happen. There's so much that you could do. And like what I took away mostly wasn't the like learning how to use a like a circular saw and like measure this and all that. It was like the conversations I had with these people because like at the end when we had to say goodbye to them, it wasn't about what we did for their house. It was about like just being there and just being a human being. Mm-hmm like just being compassionate and empathetic and understanding that like yeah people go through some hard times but you shouldn't be ashamed of it shouldn't be embarrassed this because like a lot of families do get embarrassed sometimes um so like you always have to ask because um if you could take videos because i used to take videos and stuff Mm -hmm. so i'd ask i'd be like is it okay if i take videos of everything because you know you gotta ask them it's their house all of them were super super like yes of course yeah um took pictures with me everything um and some are just like they don't want it because they're it's sad that they're embarrassed by it because it's not it's not their fault like a lot of this one guy his wife was pregnant and he had to work nights at walmart so he slept during the day and there was the one with the tree that went to the house mm-hmm. so it's just like these types of things like everyone goes through shit you know and it's just like be grateful like i'm totally grateful that i'm like at school like when i'm like i don't take any of any moment here for granted that's why it always makes me mad when people say like oh this school shit like no the school's not shit you just don't know how to have fun you're also not being think uh grateful for the opportunity you have a lot of kids can't even afford to go to college yep and all they want to do is just like not repeat history in their family yep like my dad didn't go to college um my mom went to college and she went back and got her mba after she had us too but um my mom tried to have my dad go back like do some classes and he didn't want to but my dad knows how to fix any type of car my dad can build anything does everything around the house mows the lawns does all the lawn work does every like i've never like had to bring my car to the shop because my dad like figures out what's wrong with it buys the part and fixes it himself after watching a youtube video like uh he's very hands-on like mm-hmm. everything um worked at a printing company for a while and now he works for the town of reading so he's the guy that plows the streets he's doing the paving he's doing the digging the flags all that shit he's doing all that um driving the trucks um and he loves that like he's a handy guy like he would not be able to sit that's not him mm-hmm. and that's not wrong because like if we didn't have him who the hell would be paving the roads you know what i mean it's like we need people it's to do effect. that manual work mm-hmm. for sure and you know thanks for the health insurance dad you know what i mean like it has its perks like yeah. you know it's like great great work but 
it's like shit you don't I think I saw this it's just like um people don't really give a shit about like what school you graduated from Mm -hmm. unless because like if I did psych at another school I'd be getting the same BA the same thing and I would still be have I would still have to go to grad school Mm -hmm. doesn't regardless and the same thing with do with it after absolutely and it's the same thing with nursing you're learning the same stuff here a lot of other schools are teaching that's what I'm saying it's what you make of your degree as long as you're you know studying putting in the work that's all that matters i love being like the unofficial mayor of campus like <laughs> tina town this, it's like the best because it's like i would never want to be walking around campus and not knowing anybody or not being able to find my friends or having to drive like a half hour out, like to the other side of campus like nah man this is lit like everyone knows everyone but it's also like good because first of all and then i feel like the big growth part of it is when you realize that this really isn't like high school mm-hmm. because if you don't care it doesn't happen like you don't hear shit like I'm, I'm telling you once i think it was sophomore year was really the last time i had any type of like stupid bullshit going with anybody like i haven't had any nothing going on with anyone and it wasn't even my fault someone else had some beef you know whatever but it's like now i'm like i have, I have no reason to beef with anybody you know what i mean it's just like i feel like i'm at that point we're all grown adults yeah here. it's like hey like if we have a problem let's talk about it we'll fix it and that's mm-hmm. it like it's like that's how you fix things in life there's no like i'm gonna unfollow you on instagram like go, what the, go just fuck petty. yourself you're bro not, you're not We're gonna ready add for you on twitter life. like what if you're still if you're gonna ask me out on a date and you're still asking me for my snapchat go fuck yourself and if you're uh, over 20 oh my god but i'm taken sorry guys shout out dan i love you oh <laughs> it was our three months uh happy three months what was it five days ago yep i know time flies when you're having fun what's crazy though is that like he remembered first which i love but like i knew it was but the thing is like three i wasn't gonna count it till we were like getting like six months and like going mm-hmm. a little higher but he really said three okay it's like word and then, <laughs> then i'm thinking to myself i'm like shit it feels so much longer but like that might be like a good thing though mm-hmm. you know so i mean he's it's him or nobody like if I'll, you heard it here ladies and gentlemen i'm saying it right now it's him or women that's it <laughs> <laughs> him women or nothing like or another dog She's gonna become a cat woman <laughs> literally maybe i mean my friend milbia shout out milbs um she's we're gonna collab she give me a shout out on her on our instagram her youtube channel hey. Hey. but she's a nursing student at westcon where i'm going for grad school yep westcon is western connecticut there we go yep yeah see i figured that out mm-hmm. i can't wait for that commute five minutes oh that's nothing oh my god i know i'm so excited my mom's gonna cook for me it's gonna be nice like loki don't fucking sleep on commuting and staying at home because Yo, I'll be making bank at the firm when I'm working, right? Shout out to the commuters. on we're, we're such a big commuter population. Oh, huge commuter population. And I'll be honest with you, I, I've always like been friendly with like commuters in my classes because like I know when they're commuters because I've never seen them before. And they're also dressed great because mm-hmm. like they, they pop off and I'm sitting here off. in sweats and I'm like, yeah, but, you then go. I, but then I realize like they can't go back to their room to change. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, that makes sense. Because like you don't know what if something comes up and they're like, oh, we got to go out or some shit like that. You know what I mean? makes sense but then i'm like oh, i would hate that if there's any commuters that want to be friends shout out applications are open yep you're, you're welcome you're in buildings now yes yep aquino 511 i ha- I don't know what room number i am you so alum 414 there we go i have all the little door tags oh yeah you do you do where are your door tags for me exactly 
I'm trying to save paper and your board is filled. Your door's filled. No, it's not. I'd rather give you, I'll give you a gift. I won't give you a freaking door tag. Okay. Like, I'd rather give you something that's more memorable and that you'd be able to keep and remember me by than just a stupid freaking door tag. This lovely podcast. <laughs> Boom. Right oh here. Gosh. Right here. This is, this is the best thing I could have ever done. Like, I just feel like it's just such a cool Very thing. Tina. It's just a cool medium. You know what I mean? Just to be able to talk and do some something creatively. You know, mm-hmm. you know the vibes. A little, a little creative or whatever. <laughs> no big deal. You know, slight flex. Just a small flex. What do you have coming up? the rest of the day so i have practice i have to be at the fields for like 3 45 i have a night class at six poetry with dr lee and honestly Ooh. love the class i love poetry then i have to study i have two quizzes i have to make up from being in cali but and i have to finish my poems i'm on let's see oh my god so many emails happened <laughs> i have like oh my god see i hate when google docs doesn't want to update I have one more poem on the most recent one to do, mm-hmm. and then I have to finish one more on the other one. So I'm almost there. Love I can that. type and walk, you know? Okay. But yeah. Word. Word. Well, is there anything else that you would like to add to Tina's tea? Tell the fans, tell the viewers. Um, add me on Instagram, underscore Amanda, underscore Solano, underscore. That's a lot of underscores I know. Um yeah if you ever see me around campus or you hear someone say my name and you're like who the heck who the f is that i'm censoring myself just <laughs> ask to be introduced to me i would love to i love people i'm anti-social but i love people so yeah i want to be i'm breaking be her friends. out of her i'm breaking her out of her shell she is slowly but surely i'm going to leave this this school and you're going to be the social butterfly mm, with its limits but yeah come on if you ever have a concern or anything, message the SGA page. Is this going out tonight or next week? Yeah, it's going to go out today. All right. If it's going out today, there's Town Hall on Wednesday, which is tomorrow, the 30th. So pop out. Yep. Um, and yeah, it was great being on this. You it know? was a great chat. Love Honestly, this. what was what's it been? Like, almost like an hour and a half, really. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It was like nothing. I did, right? It literally was like for like two minutes. Yeah, but if you ever want to have me back, I'm so honored. Of course. If you're still sticking around and listening, because I know this is a long one, but it's a good one. So if you need a break, just pause it and come back and then, Mm -hmm. you know, because you're missing out. But uh, make sure you follow me on Instagram at Tina's Tea Podcast, TikTok at Tina's Tea Podcast, Twitter, Tina's Tea Podcast. And if you want to be nice and follow my personal account, it's Christina Britton underscore. Um, And tune in next Tuesday for another episode of Tina's Tea. You need a theme song to exit. Yeah, I know. If anybody wants to make me a exit song, they're good on the beats. Hit me up. Tyler. (gasps) Oh, my gosh. What what the heck of that? We're dumb. Just kidding. We're uh, we send in applications, but we yeah. kind of have our front runner. Absolutely. But, oh, man. Yes. There okay, word. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. All right. Well, Amanda, thank you so much for being on. Thanks this has been truly me. an honor to have SGA President Amanda Solano, who is, when does elections begin? Uh, I start campaigning April 4th. April 4th. Super so excited. look out for the name Amanda Solano. Yeah. It's going to be everywhere. Yes. Hopefully. For, yeah, it will be. Yeah. Confidence. Yep. Re-election going out there right now. Mm-hmm. You know, it'd be like that excited yeah you should be all right well peace out bromeos and have a great rest of the week enjoy the rest of this podcast and if you aren't aren't updated you suck and go listen to the other ones because you're (laughs) freaking missing out all right peace and love